Did you know? Pearls are the only gemstone formed from a living creature. These particular species play a huge role in the ocean's ecosystem, with their outer shell providing shelter for a variety of life forms. Their interior is sometimes believed to be an aphrodisiac, and their shells have been used to provide finishing touches to architecture. They have been used as fashion statements for both men and women. What is also great, pearls not held up to jewelry standards don't go to waste, but can be repurposed and used to create modern medicines and cosmetics. Hello, and thank you for joining. This is Pearl Weekly, the podcast that brings together the history, the science, and fashion icons behind all your favorite pearls. I'm your host, Caitlin Foster. Before we can dive into the wonders of pearls, we thought it would only be fitting to understand the animal who creates the pearl. That is why today's show is called, What is in Your Mollusk? So what is a mollusk? They're a soft body animal and some groups usually live in a shell made of calcium. They have no vertebrae nor spine. Discussing over 100,000 different species of mollusks in the animal kingdom would be a long and boring podcast. But lucky for us, we're only going to focus on bivalve mollusks because this group is used to create pearls. Bivalve mollusks are conchs, clams, mussels, and oysters. Mmm, just this list is making me hungry. To produce jewelry standard pearls, there are two main types of pearl mollusks used in production, oysters and mussels. Pearl oysters are commonly found in warm coastal saltwater. Well-known saltwater pearls are Tahitian, Akoi, and South Sea Pearl. Most saltwater pearls are made with a beaded nucleus, excluding cash pearls. A beaded nucleus is generally formed by a mother of pearl shell that has been rounded and polished to form a circular bead. This typically takes roughly about eight months to three years for a saltwater pearl oyster to be ready for harvest. Freshwater bivalve mollusks are called pearl mussels. They are found in freshwaters all around the world, inhabiting ponds, streams, and lakes. It can take roughly around two to six years for a mussel to produce a freshwater pearl. They are typically not as round as saltwater pearls because they do not have a beaded nucleus. There is a wide variety of natural colors and shapes of freshwater pearls, making them typically less expensive than most saltwater pearls. Now that we know the difference between a saltwater pearl oyster and a freshwater pearl mollusk, we will take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to discuss how pearls are created. So don't move a muscle. While most gems are made from hot gas and fluids cooling deep, deep below the Earth's crust, pearls are the only gem that comes from a living organism and still being made today. Pearls are formed when an organism gets under the mollusk mantle tissue. Think of the mantle tissue as your skin. So when a foreign object gets under our skin, like a splinter, we can dig it out. But mollusks, unfortunately, they don't have hands. They remove foreign objects by surrounding the irritant in a sac and secreting a substance made of calcium carbonate, which is known as nacre. 
The irritant is slowly covered with this tiny microscopic layers of nacre. The more and more nacre the mollusk secretes, the bigger the pearl will grow. But not all pearls will meet jewelry industry expectations. About one in every 10,000 wild bivalve mollusks will create a pearl that meets jewelry standards. What are pearl standards? In the pearl industry, there is no universal industry-recognized grading system. Each group makes their own rules on what pearls are acceptable to sell to consumers. So if you're thinking, how are you supposed to choose the right pearl? Well, here's a few pointers that will help you be able to pick out the best pearl in the lot. When working with a new pearl rep, always ask for a written copy of their grading system. Most wholesalers, dealers, retailers, and websites will have a written policy. This would show you how they value and place a grade on each pearl. There are two common pearl grading systems, grade A through D and grades AAA through A, with A and AAA being the highest. As we talk about different pearls throughout this podcast, we will revisit the grading scale and expand more on this topic. After reviewing the grading policy, the next step is examining the surface of the pearl. When doing so, make sure the surface is completely covered with nacre with no visible imperfections. Then look at the surface. Is it perfectly round or do you find it being a little oval shape or something else? Pearls come in many different shapes and in most cases, round pearls are higher in value. After making a selection, look at the size of the pearl. Is it big as a quarter or small as a grain of rice? Discover how it's gonna fit your style. Oh, the fun part. Now you're able to narrow down the selection by color. Pearls come in a wide variety of color, natural and manufactured. Do not forget, when looking at pearls, make sure the size and color are consistent all throughout the piece of jewelry. Right before you say yes to the pearl, take a close look at the luster and see if you see your reflection. The clearer your reflection, the higher the quality of luster on the pearl. Unfortunately, some lusters can be enhanced. This caused the surface of the pearl to reflect more light, giving the illusion that the pearl's luster is a higher quality, making it worth more. This is hard to notice, and we will talk more about this in future episodes. Remember, Pearls are graded by nacre, luster, surface, shape, color, and size. Thank you so much, friends. This is all for Pearl Weekly. For more information, visit us at pearlweeklypod.com. Follow us at Pearl Weekly on Instagram and send us some of your pictures. Hashtag Pearl Weekly Pod to show us how you wear your pearls. We will be back with new episodes next week. Leave a review wherever you listen to Pearl Weekly.